to the Davis United Methodist Church. My name is Kelly Love, and I'm the pastor here. I'm glad to welcome you to this time of worship as we find ourselves traveling through the seasons of the entire Christian year this morning. So I'm glad you could be here. Would you take a minute to let us know you're here by finding that little pad that should be at the end of your row and signing in there with your information? And if you'd pass it down the row, and then when it gets to the end, if you turn around and pass it back... um, you can take a minute to just take a look and, and see who's sitting there next to you. It's next to you. It's one way that we can uh, have a little help in learning each other's names as we gather and worship on Sunday mornings. If you are a newcomer or visitor here this morning, I hope that you'll feel included in the invitations to things going on in the life of this church and feel warmly welcomed in your time with us. One announcement about um, something coming up is that our choir is offering a concert, a Christmas concert, on Sunday, December 16th at 7 p.m. So I hope that you will all be able to be here for that as we enjoy the celebration of that wonderful music. You can find out about what's going on in this church through the announcements on our screen each Sunday and the calendar printed in the bulletin. Um, You can also sign up for our newsletter that comes out monthly and our weekly mini-newsletter by email. I hope that you'll all stay after the worship service ends. There's, we have coffee and refreshments and time for conversation just across the courtyard in the other building in our fellowship hall there, and hope that you'll stay for that. This morning um, is called Christ the King Sunday. It's, it's a celebration, a holiday in the, in the church year, and we're using this time to consider the entire church year. Our opening hymn is a rousing um, celebration of Christ's reign. And uh, so we'll jump in saying that in just a minute. And before we do, would you stand and take a minute to greet one another and welcome each other here?
seated. Depending on what your experience of life and worship in the church are, you may or may not have noticed that our church year runs through a cycle of seasons. And each season has its own message and meaning, its own mood and traditions and colors. I love the flow of the seasons and the celebration of the seasons in part for the way that it um, echoes or parallels the seasons we experience in our own lives and gives us a chance to understand and celebrate the ways that God walks with us through all seasons of our lives. So this morning is Christ the King Sunday, as I mentioned. It's the last Sunday in the Christian year. The new year in the cycle of Christian church seasons begins on the first Sunday of Advent, which is a week from today. So this morning we'll take this opportunity to take a little tour through all the seasons of the church year as we as this old year draws to a close and as we prepare for the new year um, next Sunday. Let us pray. God of all times, we come to worship you, trusting that you see us through all the seasons of our lives. You know the contours and textures of the different times we experience struggles and celebrations, challenges and joys, and you are the one who guides us through them all. Help us feel your presence as that guide this morning, as we experience the seasons of your church, and how they speak to us of your presence in the seasons of our lives. Amen. And now, I'd like to invite the children to come forward for our
one of the gifts of our Sunday school curriculum for our younger kids, which is called Godly Play, is that it does uh, walk kids through the cycle of the Christian year and mirror what we're doing in worship. And you can see that our, some of our kids clearly know more about the Christian year than, than we do. The Christian year starts with the season of Advent. The word Advent means arrival or coming. Advent starts four Sundays before Christmas. It's a season of preparation, of anticipation, and of hope. In this season, we prepare ourselves to once again celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's the first season in the Christian year, and the color in the season of Advent is either blue or purple. The scripture that goes with the Advent season is from Luke, the third chapter and the first six verses. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea and Herod was the ruler of Galilee, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John son of Zechariah in the wilderness. He went into the regions around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin, as it is written in the book of the word of the prophet Isaiah. It says, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places made smooth, and all of the flesh shall see the salvation of God. You may remain seated as we sing, Come thy long-expected Jesus. We sing verse 1 and hymn book 196 are on the screen. days of Christmas, just like the song says. Christmas begins on December 25th, and it runs all the way through January 5th, which is the day before Epiphany. At Christmas, we celebrate God's gift of God's own Son, God arriving among us in the moment of Jesus' birth. 
The colors for this season are the festive colors of white and gold. The scripture for Christmas is taken from Luke, the second chapter, the first seven verses. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all of the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinus was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, to Judea, the city of David, called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place there in the inn. Let us... Let us stand and sing the first two verses of Angels from the Realms of Glory. Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight over all the earth. Send creation's story, now proclaim Messiah's is the day of Epiphany, the day we celebrate the arrival of the wise men who brought gifts to Jesus. The wise men came from far away and were from completely different cultures from Jesus. So Epiphany helps us remember that the message of Jesus is for all people. The colors for Epiphany, again, are white and gold. The scripture for Epiphany is from Matthew, the second chapter, the first 11 verses. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star as it's rising, and we have come to pay homage. And when King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the people, by the prophet. 
And then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and he learned from them the exact time where and when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I may also go and pay homage. And when they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and they paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You may remain seated and sing the first two verses of We Three Kings. the church season that follows the day of Epiphany, we celebrate the baptism of Jesus and we remember the ministry of Jesus. This season is sometimes called the season after Epiphany and sometimes called ordinary time. The color for this stretch of time is again green. The season lasts until Lent begins. And since the date of Easter is determined by the cycle of the moon, it always changes. So this season after Epiphany can be as short as four weeks or as long as nine weeks, depending on the year. Lent is the season in which we prepare for Easter, in a similar way to how Advent is a season of preparing for Christmas. Lent is 40 days between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday, But the trick to counting and coming up with 40 is that Sundays don't count. It's a time to prepare ourselves to receive, appreciate, and understand the resurrected Christ, 
For many Christians, Lent is a time of spiritual renewal. Sometimes it's a season that feels a bit more contemplative or reflective than other times of the year. People often pay more attention to their participation in worship, their religious study and prayer during the season of Lent. The color for Lent is purple. The scripture for Lent is taken from Luke, the fourth chapter, the first 13 verses. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, he returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. There he was 40 days. He was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing all during those days. And when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become a loaf of bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. And then the devil led him over and showed him in an instant all of the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give you their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone that I please. And if you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And then the devil took him to Jerusalem, placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. Let us now sing Lord, who threw out these 40 days, verses 1 and 2, you may remain seated.
mentioned that people often use the season of Lent to be particularly attentive to their practice of prayer and other spiritual disciplines. Let us join in prayer now. Our rhythm throughout these days of green and growing time has been to find inspiration alongside the poets of the world. Listen as we center ourselves in prayer and we share the words of Giovanni Giocondo. Giocondo was a Franciscan monk who served as both a friar and an architect during the Renaissance and 15th century Italy. He wrote, There is nothing I can give you which you do not have. But there is much, very much, that while I cannot give it, you can take. No heaven can come to us unless our hearts find rest in today. Take heaven. No peace lies in the future which is not hidden in this present instant. Take peace. The gloom of the world is but a shadow. Behind it, yet within reach, is joy. There is a radiance and a glory in the darkness. Could we but see? And to see, we have only to look. I beseech you to look. Please bring yourself as much as possible into this present moment as we enter into a time of silent prayer. O God of comfort, God of strength, God of healing, in addition to these our silent prayers, our community comes to you this morning with these prayers from our brothers and sisters. We pray, O God, for all those dealing with cancer, and especially Fran, Mary, Aaron, and I would add the name of Norton for Ron Whitehead in his final days fighting cancer. We offer prayers of joyful gratitude for the United Methodist Church family at this Thanksgiving time. We pray for people in prison 
and we, pay, we also pray for victims of crime. For Fran having tests this week, we pray for positive results. And we pray for the family and friends following the death of their friend who was only 30 years old. We add prayers at this time of thanksgiving, giving great thanks to you, God, for this year that we've passed as we open our hearts to preparation for the coming of your Son. And we give thanks for our friends, our families, and for your church, God, who gives us a place to find worship and welcome in your name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Let us join now in praying as Jesus taught his disciples to pray, using language that is most comfortable for you. Our Creator, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. The peace of Christ be with you. As we pass the peace of Christ, we're sharing a time-honored symbol of our hope to live in peace and to be reconciled in all our relationships with one another. Please take a moment to quietly offer God's peace to those seated around you. And peace be with you all. During Lent, Holy Week is the most intense, most significant week. That's the week before Easter. Holy Week begins with Palm Sunday or Passion Sunday and includes Holy or Maundy Thursday and Good Friday. During this week, We remember the last days of Jesus' earthly life, and we remember his death. The scripture depicted in Holy Week, John 19, 14 through 16. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about noon. Pilate said to the Jews, here's your king. And they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! And Pilate asked them, Shall I crucify your king? And the chief priest answered, We have no king but the emperor. And then he handed him over to be crucified. May we 
remain seated and sing what wondrous love is this verse 1 the most important day in the Christian year. It is the celebration of Jesus triumphing over death and being raised to life again. It is a time to celebrate hope, new life, and God's love and power. The date of Easter, as I mentioned, depends on the cycle of the moon, so sometimes it falls in March and sometimes in April. In addition to being the most important Sunday in the Christian year, Easter is also a season the last 50 days, or seven weeks, seven Sundays. The Easter season continues up until the day of Pentecost. The color of Easter is white, which symbolizes resurrection. The scripture to depict Easter is John 20, verses 1, and then 11 through 16, and then 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. And as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, Why are you weeping? And she said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. And when she had said this, she turned around and she saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? And supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and she said to him, in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them and that he had these things that he had said to her. Let us stand and rejoice and sing Christ the Lord is risen today and sing verse 1. Yeah. 
after Jesus' resurrection, the disciples really didn't know what to do. Then the Holy Spirit came, which is the event we celebrate on Pentecost. The book of Acts tells the story. This gave direction to the disciples, directed them to reach out in ministry to all through the power of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we call Pentecost the birthday of the church. Pentecost falls on the seventh Sunday after Easter. The color for the day of Pentecost is red, the color of fire, because fire is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. The scripture for Pentecost is Acts, the second chapter, the first four verses. And when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from the heavens there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they all were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability. Let us remain seated, seated and sing Spirit of the Living God. Fall afresh on me. And then repeat it. again into ordinary time. Sometimes this time is called the season after Pentecost, and there's also a tradition of calling it Kingdom Tide. This season lasts all the way from Pentecost Day until Advent begins. Christ the King Sunday is the last Sunday in this season. As you heard, our children are learning also to call it the Green Growing Time. During this time of the year, we remember a whole range of stories and lessons of our faith 
and the challenge of living faithfully in daily life. The color for this season is green.
And so we have come full circle, arriving back at this very day, today, when we observe Christ the King Sunday. This is the last Sunday in the church year. It's a Sunday when we acknowledge that Christ is King, or that God is sovereign over all the world, over all of creation. The focus on this day is often on social justice as an expression of what the world would look like if it were ruled and led and administered according to God's ways. Our final final scripture today to close out Christ the King Sunday, Acts 17, 5 through 9. While they were searching for Paul and Silas to bring them out to the assembly, they attacked Jason's house. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some believers before the city authorities, shouting, These people who have been turning the world upside down have come here also. And Jason had entertained them as guests. They are all acting contrary to the decrees of the emperor, saying that there is another king named Jesus. The people and the city officials were disturbed when they heard this, and after they had taken Baal from Jason and the others, they let them go. Let us rejoice this whole season by ending and singing rejoice. The Lord is king, but it's on 715. And now in the rhythm of our worship, we come to a time when we acknowledge that God is the king of all things. Will you pray with me? God who is with us at all times, at the beginning and at the end, and in the spaces in between, we give thanks for this moment this opportunity to return to you some of the many blessings that you've given us. We pray that you will use our offering. We pray that you will use us to bring greater love and peace to this world and to one another. Amen.
God, we are moved to such gratitude at the abundance of your blessings, all that you have given us and done for us. For in truth, we remember that all that we have and all that we are come to us as gifts from you. We thank you especially for your steadfast presence in the cycles of our lives. And as we, in gratitude, give gifts ourselves, we ask that you bless these things, that they might be tools to extend your ministries through this church and out into our world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And having come full cycle through the church year, as you go out from this time and place into whatever this week might hold for you, whatever season you are in, may you know God as the one who accompanies you through the seasons and cycles of your lives. And may you go, empowered in this way, to companion others on the journeys of their lives. Go in peace. Thank you.